Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Kyle Fernandez, uh, who is the founder of Meme Chat, uh, which is an online platform uh, where uh, memers can uh, uh, compete and make things viral. Uh, hi Kyle, uh, welcome to ELI. Awesome, Priya, thanks for having me. Uh, great to be here. Uh, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Awesome. So I, uh, you know, I've been a, a entrepreneur since I was 15 years old. I found my first company, Skype, an anonymous social networking platform. Scaled okay. that to over 100,000 users. After that, I, uh, you know, wanted to scale it further, and you know, uh, wanted to have an interesting marketing channel because you know, all the others were pretty expensive. Being 16 years old, it's pretty expensive to afford that kind of Facebook ads, Google ads, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I made this meme page called Shit Indian Say. Uh, and the sarcastic Indian, very popular meme pages. They gained about three, four million following. And the sole reason I built these meme pages was so that I could essentially market my product when these meme pages became big. And okay. uh, when meme pages became big, brands came to me and they, they said, you know, they want me, they want us to make memes for them and to post on our page. So they saw mm-hmm. us like influence. And they wanted memes we made specifically for them because they also found it very interesting. And some of these brands were Amazon Prime, Alt Palajits, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the OTT platforms and okay. even companies like OnePlus. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, you know, memes have this massive potential. And that's when we built a uh, meme chat, uh, a social media platform, which enables users to share and discover memes. And uh, these memes are powered by this creative economy that we empower to earn via brand partnerships and NFTs. Okay. Uh, can you tell us more about the meme chat, how, uh, how it all started, what was the uh, premise behind it and a little bit about the business side of it as well. Awesome. So, you know, uh, how this started was essentially that when I realized that you know, memes were a great marketing tool and you know, brands wanted memes to be made for them, I realized that, you know, there's value creation. Here. So every time a person creates a meme, they can actually create value. So what we wanted to do was to capitalize on that value. Okay. This was when I was in first year, or I was actually in second year of college. So okay. we thought about this and uh, we started building it by the third year of college. You know, we launched it as meme chat mm-hmm. and uh, that's how this actually took off from there. And then the pandemic came and then college also became like, you know, uh, online and stuff like that. So, you know, we got a lot of more time to sort of build and fundraise and other other things like that so that was a very interesting uh, curve for us but the main reason for starting meme chat and the social media platform is because you know being gen z millennials ourselves we really understood what people want you know memes are all about relatability right mm-hmm. you relate memes people are sharing memes you know all the time there are these conversations happening via memes on whatsapp and instagram and we want to be the platform that enables these conversations via memes for, you know, billions of people. That is what you're building at meme chat. So that's, that was, you know, the, the main start of this. And then we had to build a lot of interesting lucrative things for people to come and actually use the app. For example, why would creators come on meme chat to create memes and not on Facebook and Instagram or Twitter. Right. For that, the differentiation factor that I could have had because I don't have an audience for them to, you know, cater to the only differentiation factor I could have was helping them earn money mm-hmm. and that, uh, the, the creators found very lucrative and they came on the platform and once they came on the platform they earned money 
then we could attract the viewer and the large scale viewership and the audience and that's how viewers came to the platform and uh, you know this is the 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 thing that we learned was we really need to create value for people who are using our product for in the sense of the creator it is to you know earn money to get that fame get that hype in terms of a viewer and for that experience we need to cater for them to you know easily share content easily view the best content so mm. those are very crucial things because you know people are talking in memes and we are facilitating those conversations we need to make the viewers and the users look cool you know in these conversations so you know we have to build products and and tech for that mm-hmm. yeah uh i understand the uh, um platform users angle but can you tell us how you as a business earn money when uh, uh, the meme makers come to your platform uh, how, how do you you know in cash uh, these uh, traffic so as a social media platform actually we have multiple revenue streams right because see it's about audience and it's about time the more time people give us the more we can monetize and the more attention they give us the more we can monetize so i'll take you through each of my monetization models Sure. One is the brand partnerships, where let's say a brand like Amazon Prime or OnePlus or ShareChat would come to us, and they would have a meme template. You understand the concept of meme template, right? Right. It's something yeah. you know people would make multiple memes on. They would give us these meme templates, and then our creators would make memes for them, mm-hmm. and they liked it. You know, their brand gets enhanced. They get memes to share, social on social media, and they they find it very interesting. So they pay us. for getting these memes created and in turn we pay the creators okay so that has been a source of our revenue since day one mm-hmm. that is what monetization model the second monetization model is essentially having people mint their viral authentic memes into nfts so now you know web3 is becoming very dominant right so give them the opportunity to mint their memes into an nft and then they can be traded on our own nft marketplace that we have built called the meme club and the holder of these nft get some very exclusive utilities like access to nft airdrops community gatherings uh merchandise and a lot more uh and we are building on these utilities more and more so that's the second monetization model that we have the third monetization model that we have is something called the meme chat store kind of like social commerce right where the viral memes created by these creators can be made into merchandise you know like hoodies t-shirts stuff like that so mm. that is a monetization model that we have where essentially you know people are now because they see these viral memes and these interesting you know wacky content they want to wear it as well so there's a large large market for that in fact bevakoof used to do it you know uh, till uh, bevakoof you know is one example of that and the fourth monetization model which we are, which is not active right now but we are building towards is our own ad platform so memes are so contextual right like you know you like memes about football or you might like memes about pcs or you might like memes about finance hmm. and because of that you know there's a it's a lot of context so an ad platform when we are building you know you can a brand will be able to tar- use our audience to sort of target their product you know to to our audience you know and that's how kind of like facebook ads or google ads right for, for our platform but this is also interesting it will be done via memes and the interesting thing about that is that you know ads tend to ruin the experience of social media 
right and because you are scrolling and you see that ad sometimes it's not not even a skippable ad right you know what your one minute ad or that 20 second ad just for the entire duration but with meme ads right it just fits into the persona hmm. so people don't really care about you know they saw this meme ad and so, sometimes it's so subtle that you won't even realize it's an ad but it's an ad right and that's the beauty about meme ads so a lot more meme ads can be shown on meme chat compared to you know facebook showing uh, an ad after every five stories or after every five posts right hmm. so that is what you know uh, we are you know how monetization and business end looks like curious about the uh, name meme chat but uh, just want to understand how how did you arrive at this name and since it ends with chat is there a chat element uh, to the platform or is it the vision where we want to uh, reach uh, where uh, the chat happens through memes uh, tell us about it so actually the thing was this that we enable conversation via memes right so we essentially enable chatting now what so we need to be very practical about this right i cannot create my own messenger at this point because whatsapp is doing a phenomenal job so mm. is instagram right? right so there's no sort of you know creating your own messenger right now so mm. what we did was we created a keyboard within the app which can be used on whatsapp and instagram and telegram or whatever chat app that you use and where you can instantly search or whatever meme you are thinking about you get that meme within a second to share with your friends so that is where the name meme chat comes from because we are enabling chatting via memes so it's not a chat application messenger we will be building that as well but you know we enable meme conversation okay um can you tell us um in a single line or two three lines what is the exact problem statement that you are solving through your venture so the exact problem, so there are two problem statements that we are effectively sure. solving one is to you know make conversations and make introverts look cool right while chatting with memes you know you can impress a girl you can you know you can do impress your friends you know enhance your you know personality via memes because that's or uh, something that people find very interesting and the second problem that we are solving is the creator economy right creators you know don't have many sources to monetize mm. on youtube video creators can monetize because of you know the, an ad is placed on the 30 second or you know between their video or they will get a brand partnership where they will they will talk about a brand in their video mm. right so only video creators have sub- substantial monetization at this point so what we wanted to do was create monetization channels for meme creators you know and it's easier to be a meme creator than to you know actually be a video creator hmm yeah uh can you also tell us what is the scale of operation you have right now in terms of uh, how many users are using the platform um what is the revenue um, um you make from different channels or uh any other metrics like the north star metric that you follow uh, at your venture so we have 1.3 million monthly active users on the platform and we do a revenue of a million dollars a year okay you know and a daily active user base is about 210000 so 2 lakh 10000 daily active users 13 lakh mul- uh, monthly active users and uh, uh, you know a million dollars in revenue 
what are the different modules that you have built inside the application? Um, um, can you can you brief us a little bit? Oh, pardon. What are the different modules that you have inside the platform? And uh, anything you can tell us about the uh, technical uh, uh, stack tech stack that you have used uh, to uh, build this platform? So there are sort of three very crucial elements to our app. One is the creator tools that we offer, where a person can select a template and make a meme over there. And then in the back end also, you know, payments where you know you would actually you would actually pay the user for creating content, right? Mm -hmm. So that is one crucial module for us. Second is the feed, the meme feed. You know where you have to recommend the best content for you know the content that you know he would be attracted to he likes. So that is the third element. You know, and the feed is something that you know most companies are still perfecting because recommendations is such a tricky, such an complicated, you know, uh, thing that you know it is very uh, very very tough to execute. And you know that is something even we are you know executing at this point. So that's the second module that's very crucial for us. The feed. Okay. And the third is the keyboard where, you know, we can make it easy for people to search the memes and type and stuff like that. So these are very, three very important elements. So a lot of machine learning is used, for example, when we have things like, you know, face swap, where people could swap their face or their own face within these memes. You know, the third would be, uh, you know, uh, the recommendation engine where you know we're trying multiple multiple you know techniques to give the best recommendation and the third is a moderation you know mm -hmm. moderating content and that is also extremely crucial uh, when we talk about platform uh, businesses uh, there is a concept called product market fit and uh, uh, many a times uh, we as a product company we try to achieve the pmf or reach there can you tell us where you you are in terms of the product market fitment curve and uh, what are the different uh, tweaks that you have done to to your product to reach there so i'll i'll be i'll be uh, frank and honest so sure. you know our attention you know is if you look at app and you know, apptopia of various other companies you know mm -hmm. of various other social media companies our retention is far better than them. Okay. Our retention is way uh, higher than them. And we've grown organically, right? 1.2 mm -hmm. million monthly active users that we achieved till about, you know, last month were all organic users. Only now we started inorganic. In Facebook okay. ads. You know, but uh, that being said, I personally feel that I have still not achieved product market fit. Because what exactly mm -hmm. is market fit according to me? I'll tell you is that every user that comes on the platform, a percentage of them stick to the platform form forever and become power users. You know, mm. right now our power user ratio is 20%. That you know, whatever users that come on the platform, 20% of them will become power users. Okay. Right? What we need to do is get this to 50% and an everyday use case. So when that happens, right, whatever user comes, that will lead to a DAO and Mao growth. You know, mm. when that happens, that is when PMF, I feel, is reached and we are getting very close to there. And every user that comes, right, they become a part of that DAO more forever. You know, that is PMF. 
Uh, I think you have done a wonderful job in uh, building the platform and where you have uh, reached it's a commendable job. Uh, but would really uh, love to understand what what is the end goal, where you want to reach uh, in next five to 10 years time, what is the vision you have for the platform? I think when I reach a billion people, regionally and nationally, and they are, you know, the Gen Z millennial, you know, millennials all over the world are conversing in memes, talking in, talking in memes, and right. creators make this a substantial livelihood. I think that's the end vision here. You know, creating a platform that could potentially be, you know, something as big as, you know, TikTok or Facebook. And that's the end vision. What are the different challenges that you have faced along the way uh, while building and growing venture, uh, growing growing this venture? Any major ones so that you can uh, share with us? Uh, you know, in terms of execution, uh, there has never been a challenge because you know, me having a very strong technical brand background, my CTO having a strong technical background, my other co-founder also having a strong technical background. We figure out product uh, products very well. And second, being memers ourselves, we understand what people like. So we never had a challenge in sort of product ideas, making products work or not work. You know, mm. products always work for us. I think one of the biggest challenges and monetization also was not a challenge because we figured out monetization also very early compared to any other social media app in India. Nobody at our level had monetized you right. know, the way we have and the, I think the only challenge was making, I think, VCs understand what, how powerful memes can be and the impact they can create. I think that is one of, that was one of the biggest challenges. Okay. Uh, and uh, any pivots that you have done uh, to your model uh, so far? Tell us about some major pivots. So there have not <clears throat> been any pivots as such. Okay. Till day, right. Because we stuck to the idea, we believed in it and it worked. Right. Mm -hmm. So people loved viewing memes. That was a fact. People wanted to create memes and earn money. That was a fact. And second, what we added some time back was the meme chat keyboard, enabling these conversations via memes. So we added another extension, you know, after we launched the app, after about a year of launching the app, we added the keyboard extension. And that was, if that's, that's not a favorite exactly, but that's an enhancement of mm -hmm. what the product was and what our vision was. So, you know, instead of building the chat app, you know, that we were thinking of, we built this to, because we didn't want to compete with WhatsApp or Instagram. You know, that would be stupid of us. Right. So yeah, that that is how we, you know, we sort of built this out. Uh, well, uh, coming to the next part of the interview, we will uh, talk a little bit about uh, the personal side of being an entrepreneur. Uh, to start with, uh, can you tell us uh, when and why uh, you you started entrepreneurship? I think you have already mentioned uh, you at 15 years age, you started entrepreneurship. But why did you start it? What triggered it? And what is the drive uh, behind that? So to be honest, I was very inspired with the movie, The Social Network. I'll be you know, honest with you. And I think... Uh, what really got me there was, you know, that, you know, I saw that movie and I imagined that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg could do it. Why can't I? 
Mm-hmm. And I think that led me to believe that, you know, even I can do it. So why don't we try it? And it was a long journey since then. That was now I'm 24. I started this when I was 15. So it's almost been eight years, nine years now. Right? And to understand that, you know, it took me a while to sort of, you know, build, make this entire journey play out. And uh, the sole reason of starting a social media was effectively that, you know, I, I was really fascinated with data, you know, and how we could, you know, use it for betterment of people. And I think creating a large data company was what I had in mind. You know, so meme chat is because of the context that memes carry and the information they carry. It is enabling the, the prospect and the potential of a very large data company. Uh, when you started at 15 years age, I think it's uh, um, um, most of the people are uh, in the 10th standard uh, when, when they're at that age. And uh, all, all, all they can think of is... Uh, uh, little things in the world uh, like how do I how do I uh, buy a new pair of jeans uh, at that age uh, how did it play out for you uh, um, uh, managing different aspects of your life uh, especially the you'd have uh, academic commitments and uh, there would be parents who would be guiding you at each day what are you doing what are you doing how did it play out for you so studies right it was something that i got very easily i had to just you know read it once give the exam and i was out of it mm-hmm. it was never something that you know i had to slog and study for hours and hours and hours. you know so i never got great marks i got mediocre marks you know 75 80 percent of each mm-hmm. you know and i was i was okay with that i okay you know i'm passing i'm doing fine and getting those marks and um, you know 12th May, I think I did much better. I got about 93, 94%. But okay. didn't study much for that also. You know, mm-hmm. just a little bit here and there. And just gave the exam. So the rest of the time, I had to, to build this. You know, so I was just building. I learned how to code PHP and MySQL. I built a first website of the product, which was subscribe. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of, you know, uh, scaled up from there. But I had, I was very much interested in computer science. But never much interested in studies. And how about uh, parents? Uh, did they support you or uh, were they like, what are you doing? Initially, initially it's a pipe dream ko because, you know, it's like he thinks he'll become like Mark Zuckerberg or whatever he's planning to do. How many people can actually make a product and scale it to that level? Hmm. So, of course, they had doubts and, you know, they, they wanted me to do my engineering and things like that, which I ended up doing, hmm. you know. So, you know, to keep them happy, I did that. But, huh, it was just that, you know, uh, the initial part had to be figured out by me, you know, with all the obstacles in, in place. May have been school, may have been, you know, uh, my parents, you know, it had to be figured out. And the thing is this, right? Uh, as long as you have a laptop with an internet connection, mm. you can literally change the world. Anyone. Right. Right. So, it's just how much time you give on that laptop and what constructive and productive time you you know enable over there so that is very very crucial and important imagine that uh, tomorrow you wake up and uh, find out that uh, your venture has failed or the idea or premise behind it was wrong and you have gone bankrupt what would you do i'd be quite excited because now i'll start something new 
Okay. You know, is the experience uh, that I have gained over the past nine years. You know, I've seen a lot of failure as well. It's not that I've not seen failure. And I've seen disappointment as well. I've seen a lot of things. Now I'm just too bulletproof to that. You know, that it's all right. I mean, worst case, I I'll be sad for probably a day till I figure out my next move. But it is something that you know will also be exciting. We are up. What new I'll do? That was something I will do now. You know, money to make. That is the 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 fact that I I am very confident about that. We just need to figure out the how we can create value for people and then sell that. Speaking of failures, uh, can you tell us what are some of the biggest failures and disappointments that you have gone through as an entrepreneur? And how did it uh, play out for you? I think my you know my my first venture when I started an anonymous social networking platform that didn't work out right. Mm-hmm. So we had built the meme page also to promote that product. So that didn't work out. I think that was, uh, and we went heavily into you know memes and pages and creating content after that. You know, being a a, a very high level programmer at one point, you know, I became more of a memer. That's when I realized we. You know what am I doing? You know, mm-hmm. I I want to do something in tech. You know, I want to create a big tech company. That's why I started this. I I don't want to be happy with you know a brand paying me thirty forty thousand bucks a month. I want to create something huge. And uh, essentially, I you know that's when I realized that all right, that product and workout. So let's start something new. Uh, and uh, there was it started with no heart. You know, it 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 was not like started with disappointment or anything. It's like you know. I need to be practical about it. It didn't work out. It didn't work out, mm. and I have to, you know. And I think some product features also that we launched sometimes did not work out. You know, for example, there was this groups feature we have. It didn't work out because, uh, and what that's the learning that I got from there is being an entrepreneur, right? You have certain biases when you mm. think of an idea, think of a feature, and you're not allowed. You don't let go till a very long time, even when you right. realize and. Around you, realizing it's not working out, you don't tend to let go, and mm-hmm. that I think I learned early on. That it's not about me; it's about mm-hmm. what people. So learn to let go fast, and don't get attached to the features and the product that you're building, because there might be some changes, there might be something else that happens. So there has not been a pivotal change for us, you know. But we have experimented with new features as well, apart from the ones that we existingly have. We tried some interesting things as well, which did not work. So yeah, things like that are very important. Ah, uh, my final question for you. Tell us what is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you? How would you define the term entrepreneur? I think how I would define the term entrepreneur is a person who builds a big, big business in a very constrained environment. you know it's like that is the definition of entrepreneurship for me you know that uh things are so constrained for me or they had been you know i was in school i was in college you know convincing vcs was also hard at a point how do i make a sustainable business and earn money as well hmm. so i think that been very uh, fundamental to me ki it's about figuring out the next move like at every point of time it's about you know what is the best move that you have to play chess you know you know it's for figuring out the best move 
and i think that is entrepreneurship for me well uh, on this note i think we are at the end of our wonderful discussion uh, thanks for your time uh, kyle and our best wishes for meme chat thank you so much priya it was great chatting with you likewise awesome